Hello and welcome to GKAD, the show that's more than one okay, two okay, three okay. No, two okay, because it's just you Four and I. Four tops. Yeah. Four times the okay. This episode, we are reviewing One Okay Rock's February 2015 album, 35. Where they came up with that number, I don't know, but it's 35, damn it. Uh, reviewing this album today is uh, myself, Loki. And me, Jay Lee. Woohoo! Thirty-five is the seventh studio album by One Oak Rock, and there was just one single leading up to it, and that was Mighty Longfall slash Decision, the double A side. And it's been a couple of years since their last album, and in fact, their previous album, Jinsei Kakate Bokuwa, was the last album we ever reviewed on Gaijin Kampa. Oh, that's right. So, what did you think of Thirty-five XXXV? <laughs> Uh, 35, 35? Is that 70? I don't, I, don't, I don't know where they came up with the name of it, because nothing about this album screams 35 to me. But, you know, I forgot that it was the last album that reviewed on the old Gadget Kampai, because I didn't real. I thought it was only a year since their last album came out. Um, mainly because in the last year, I've seen One OK Rock Live twice. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And the first time I saw them in, in L.A. in February 2014 was uh, probably the best concert I've ever been to. I mean, their set list was just amazing. I mean, they, they played old stuff. They didn't really seem to be promoting, uh, you know, a lot of the songs off of, off of Jinsei. And I was... So when I saw them again in, uh, I think it was like November or December of last year, and they played a ton of songs from Jinsei and some 35 songs, it was not a good concert. Oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't. In fact, you can't even find the set list for that concert because I just don't think the set list was good at all. Uh, I was kind of disappointed, but... And so when that when that happened, I was like, oh, I think Jinsei came out between those two concerts because, man, they were just strikingly different set lists. And when I sat down and took a look, I was like, oh, my God, two years. So the question for me coming into 35 was more than anything was, do I want to hear these songs live? And yeah, I do. I think this is this is such a much better album than Jinsei ever was. What? Yes. Jinsei was what? not good, man. I do, I what? think, but but I will say that they are definitely embracing a U.S. audience with 35. It's like they just got, they went to L.A. and they just poured L.A. all over themselves and decided they wanted to be Fallout Boy, which kind of works in some songs. I still, you know, listening to this and hearing the American oozing out of them works. You know, sometimes that that Americanist comes out as screaming. Like Taka learned how to scream on this album, and it's uh, thankfully he doesn't do it too much. But um, I did dig it. I mean, I thought the, I thought a lot of the songs were strong. I don't understand why One OK Rock does ballads at all ever. Because is there? I can't think of a single ballad that has ever worked for them. Can you? I loved Chaos Myth. Oh, Chaos, um, Chaos Myth is different. I don't consider uh, Chaos Myth. And then, like, on this album, like, Decision, that type of song is... That's what I consider, like, a almost like an arena rock song, where it's like, you know, that slow build is 
has a point to be a live song. I mean, Chaos Myth, you're right, is I think one of their one of their better one of their best songs. Period. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Uh, that's but it is definitely kind of a. Uh, it starts out slow. You know, it starts crowd, out with that kinda. single guitar, but you know, it builds up to that bam in your face chorus. And so mm-hmm. when that happens, and it's more of like you know, you have those like those epic o's from the rest of the band that are singing that's when that happens in a slower song kind of like an upbeat ballad or an up-tempo ballad that to me is like an arena rock song and uh and that 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 aura of epicness is is what i look for in i guess you would call them ballads so i so for me i don't consider chaos myth and decision a a ballad type of thing you know i i like that um like I mean, speaking of decision, I think that would be a great live song. Um, if they do sound like Fallout Boy in that song, but it's you know it's a it's a good it's one of those songs that like if I if I were watching like clips of them, you know, backstage or on the stage and they're playing a song behind those things, I think Decision would be that song. But there are I thought there were some really good tracks on this. I think the best track on the album uh, is Memories by far really um you know it, it it hits hard it's got that it has that arena rock chant and uh i mean come on they got fuck yourself in the lyrics which <laughs> but besides that that was kind of i think actually the fuck yourself kind of takes me out of the song a little bit but uh but hey they toured america they like to say fuck why not put it in the song <laughs> <laughs> might as well just do it take me to the top it, it kind of like hits you in the face when it starts after that intro but mm-hmm. the song is okay but it's got too much repetition of the song title too much and i really like it i think it's probably my favorite track on the album really but I, I, it, why it, couldn't they think of something else to say <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's the point and it helps that it's not too long it's yeah. just a smidge over three I minutes i'm and and i like i'm, I'm it's not something like you know i didn't rate it low because of the repetition i still think it's a good song and has that good instrumentation to it i can sing along to it obviously um <laughs> and maybe it's that repetition that makes it one of the more the song one of the songs that actually sticks out for me that could be yeah definitely i i but i do think it is strong i i think you know and then you get to songs like cry out and suddenly which to me the chorus of both of those songs are structured very similarly um to you know to the point where they are to the point where they kind of make themselves mediocre, I still think they're mm-hmm. they're decent songs. On their own, they would have been good, but when you put them right next, yeah, to them, exactly, yeah, spread them out a little bit. Give me some, you know, give me a palate cleanser before you give me basically the same thing again. But a um, couple of uh, notes for the album really quickly is that uh, "Muddy Long Fall" and "Heartache" were theme songs for uh, the Ruoni Kenshin movies. The, the, the oh, were yeah, they? yeah, the second and third respectively, and. Uh, I haven't seen the movies yet, which is a black mark on my record. Man, Mighty Long Fall, I think, works. Heartache, not so much. I don't understand why an action movie has a ballad as its, you know, quote-unquote theme song. Because it's the last one. I, I'm guessing that's why. If they played at the but, end, yeah, I guess I could see that. Maybe, mm-hmm. Or maybe it works in the context or something. And maybe you have some more insight than this. Where the fuck did Paper Planes come from? Oh, God. I thought I hate that song I, so much. I like it. I just it threw no, me for a loop, get man. Get the hell out of here. It's just so different. It is very different. And it, it's like the only song that sticks out on the album for me at least. One of the only songs that sticks out on the album and it sticks out for the worst way. There are parts of it that I really like, uh-huh. but overall it's just kind of like it makes me kind of cringe a little bit. It sounds like he's doing a duet with a woman, but he's not. 
You know, it made me it made me think about like when Larkin Ciel did uh, the Nempenthes or whatever however the hell you pronounce that word, and it has that uh, you know they have that other woman singer with them. It kind of felt like that, but he was playing both parts. You know, I think since One OK Rock has become a more world. Uh, type of group and started writing their songs with more of a English-speaking world acceptance flair to them. And I think it really started with Jinsei. I think this is a lot better. I think they're on the right track for me. I, I kind of I dug a lot of the songs more than I did on Jinsei. And really, I think the, really the only song that felt like old-school 1OK Rock to me was Stuck in the Middle. Mm. Even though it had that the screamy bits in it, but that was the one that felt okay. This well, is one of rock has always kind of had the screaming. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just stood out to me more, or maybe I'm just looking for something that's not there. When I want to listen to you know new songs that I feel are more of the one OK rock that you got me into back in the day, um, I really turn to my first story, which is his brother's band. That is that is one OK rock as if they didn't change their sound. And plus, yeah, and plus his brother sounds exactly like, I mean, it's a spitting image of Taka, <laughs> looks and sound-wise. So it's it's like 1OK Rock never changed. But if you do want a new, you know, flavor, uh, I think they're doing well, and I think they're doing it better as they move along with, uh, with 35. I also think it's cool to note that the limited edition with the DVD sold out in pre-orders, which is kind of cool. I-, I think they are starting to hit the ground running as far as getting you know a wider appeal and moving their music towards that and i think with this album they're finding that common ground of one okay rock and uh one okay rock for the world well i don't (laughs) (laughs) i want to know why i just didn't really care for this album i feel i mean yes jinsei kakate bokawa definitely has worse songs but i think that it also has some really great songs you know, sprinkled in it as well. This one doesn't really have any great songs for me. I like so much of it just blends together. When I first listened to it, maybe I was just in a bad mood, but I just hated it. And I re-listened it to it today, and I liked it a lot more. And I think the problem is, you know, you go from Take Me to the Top all the way to Decision, and it's a pretty good album. It's pretty solid. <laughs> and then you get to Paper Planes, and it gets weird. And then after that, it just gets boring. And I feel like if it didn't have that kind of weird hiccup, it would probably be a bit better. But, I mean, there's so little here that I can remember. I can I can remember Mighty Long Fall and take me... I can basically remember the songs that the title is their main chorus. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, take me to the top. Take me to the top. Ah. But other than that, I'm just kind of like, uh... I just, I just didn't care for it. I don't think that it sounds... Particularly more American. I feel. I definitely feel like it still sounds like One Oak Rock. It just sounds like a lazier version of One Oak Rock. Like they're not putting the time in there to get memorable me- melodies or just songs that stick with you. I, I and I agree with you a little bit when I had the mindset that this was their second album in in less than two years. Um, I was kind of scared of that when I heard it was released. I was like, oh my god, didn't they just release an album? And I thought they were kind of rushing it out for, you know, the, you know, for the world tours that they were going to be doing. Um, and, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe they did. And maybe that's, maybe that's what you're hearing. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't care for it. Sorry about it. <laughs> and I think it is worth noting that uh, when I, when I did go to their, their show last year, uh, they did bring up the difference between One Oak Rock and One Okay Rock. 
and uh, they actually prefer one okay rock. Really? Yep. Yeah. We were right all along. We were right before they were right. That's how right <laughs> we, we were. We were hipster, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taka, Taka, you know, went on an English rant, basically, saying, you know, in Japan, they call us One Oak Rock. In America, they call us One Oak Rock. Maybe he was pandering, but he says we definitely prefer One Oak Rock. So thank you for joining us on this lovely little discussion about One Oak Rock's 35XXXP. If you would like more album reviews or even longer form older episodes, you can uh, check out jpopjrock.com and uh, listen to all of our past episodes there and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. You know, leave us like a five-star rating, but, you know, don't review the show. Just tell us why Take Me to the Top is not a good One OK Rock song. <laughs> so until next time, I am Jay Lee. And I am Loki. Johnny! Johnny.